School Board President Scott McFarland is with us. Scott, you were one of the people on the board that reversed your vote. Uh, what went into that process? Well, um, we didn't reverse the vote. What we did was we had, again, uh, two weeks ago, voted to have a hybrid plan in place if it was safe to put kids in the school. And uh, this week, based on the information we're seeing, we decided that uh, it would not be uh, conducive to start that hybrid plan on August 31. So that's why we went with the remote option to start off the school year. How can you say it's not reversing the vote? Because we hadn't actually decided what we were going to do to start the August 31 uh, school year until we had looked at more information closer to the school year. The vote on uh, the, the last school board meeting was to offer both a hybrid plan and uh, a remote plan, depending on what the situation was at the time. So when it comes to this this idea of the hybrid plan and, uh, you know, the, the state guidelines said uh, if you're going to do in person, you have to offer up the remote. So the remote was always the option. Why not allow for those parents who need their kids to be educated uh, and they can't do it at home because they have to go to work? Why not give them that option? We would surely would love to, uh, and we have 6,200 students signed up to do a hybrid option. The problem is, in the past two weeks, the positivity rate in Sagamon County has gone up 44%. So we but, can but, continue but, but, to... But, uh, we, I'm sorry, I, I hate to interrupt, but we're not to like the 8% threshold that the governor's laid out as something that could trigger you know, a, a shutdown again. So, I mean, should we should we wait until we get to... You know, those levels to where, you know, even the governor would uh, probably make a statewide mandate of sorts. And I I just I'm trying to better understand what the metrics are moving forward. Sure. And well, here's the deal. We can do quite a bit to mitigate spread in our schools. We can social distance. We can have kids wear masks. We can do all of that. But when the spread outside of our schools around the county continues to increase, it becomes almost impossible to keep folks out of our schools that do not have either a case or have had in contact with somebody with a case, which means you start having to quarantine folks, depending on how much contact that person has had, you start having to shut down schools if, uh, for uh, two, five, ten days, depending on the situation. And at that point, it's a start and stop over and over again. So it's a matter of being able to keep our schools open while the kids are in there and the the more spread going around the community that becomes very difficult uh, from what I understand, Scott McFarland is with us. The 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 remote plan uh, or, or the plan that was voted on last night uh, it originally had in a component where at every school board meeting there would be a review of whether or not there could be classrooms. But this plan that passed last night says it's going to be remote till at least October twenty sixth. Uh, why why that late in the school year? Uh, why why not continue to review starting right away? Yeah, and the resolution still says we'll continue to review, but there was an amendment tacked on that said October 26th would be the first time you could start. I voted against that amendment, but the board majority voted for it. Uh, So the majority of the board feels that uh, we need to uh, set a date uh, where this could tend to start. I think the argument is that uh, they want to give some kind of – consistency to parents uh, and families so families would know that okay at least until october 26 which is the start of the next quarter uh we're going to have this remote going on uh i personally feel that we should continue to review this uh and see hopefully 
uh, a mitigation of the spread, and then we can move into a hybrid. Uh, but the majority of the board did vote for the October 26th date as the first time we could start a hybrid. So uh, square this up for me, if you can, Scott. Uh, you're saying that we're keeping the schools closed so that we can keep them open longer? Uh, no. What I'm saying is if you have more spread in the county, it is going to be more apt that you're going to have somebody who's had contact with somebody who has a case. More cases means you have more contact. So based on guidelines, if there is a student or a teacher who has uh, contact or has a case, you have to start going into mitigation, which means that you would have more op- more chances of a school being temporarily sh- shut down, having people being quarantined. So the more spread you have around a community, the more chances of that happening. We don't want to start and stop what's going on around our uh, school. Again, again, understand that. Back to the metrics question, though. So is 4% that threshold? This board hasn't uh, decided on a full threshold. Should you guys so, decide on that threshold so parents def- can know what's that, going on? That, yeah, that definitely has been a conversation. I know it's going to be, continue to be a conversation. Several board members, including myself, have talked about trying to put together an actual metric, uh, and we have not done so yet. Now, the next board meeting is Monday, and I'm sure that's going to come up again. But, but why not look at the uh, state guidelines and maybe what the governor's laid out unilaterally about this 8% threshold uh, that, you know, if we have that for 7 to 10 days or something, then... Uh, you know, then then we could be back to phase three, according to the governor. Uh, and why has the school board in the past three, four months laid out those metrics? Because the school board has been working on a plan for hybrid and remote. And we've been trying to work to have for a plan that by our start of the school year, we could have both. Unfortunately, the trend is not going the right direction. I, I get what you're saying that we, you know we should just go with the governor set up eight percent, but eight percent is a high positivity it rate. It is. So I, I think we should, yes, I agree. We not should have some kind of twenty percent was you know what like three months ago. Uh, it's not quite uh, the twenty no. percent, but yeah, but still it's it's uh, yeah. it's higher than and what it, it is now. Yep. And you also got to look at the trend line too. Okay, so yeah, we are not at eight percent. We're right now at five point two, and actually that's a little less than what it was a week ago. It was six point two, but the trend line is not looking good. It continues to increase, and so again, I I, I believe that we can mitigate spread within our schools, but if you have more people bringing it in because of what's going on outside of our schools. We can't control that. We can only control what's going on inside of our schools. So the community around our schools needs to mitigate the spread of this thing so we can open up. Now, that being said, too, the resolution we did pass allows the superintendent to have small group activities uh, going on inside our schools. So our schools are not completely closed. We just don't feel that we can have the 6,200 kids who signed up for hybrid in there right now. And, and that special offering is going to be for um, early education and for uh, children who have uh, some developmental disabilities. Is that right? Yeah, to an extent. And there'll maybe be potential for other ones too. Uh, I've heard talk of uh, English as a second language because that's sure. really one thing that sure. needs in person learning. There may be other activities too. It just won't be the full. 6,000-some-odd folks who signed for hybrid. Right, Scott. What about tutoring and all of that? Because I know that there was a lot of uh, teachers visiting houses and, and whiteboard stuff, you know, that they did the best, this past spring to help out students that were struggling. Will there be an option for that, too? 
Yeah, there's going to be quite a bit available, and we're working on uh, all those plans now for the remote options. Uh, on Monday, the superintendent is scheduled to provide her full plan for remote, uh, so we'll have all that. And then also starting, I believe, on the 24th, we'll start doing technology distribution as well. So every student in the district is going to get uh, – uh, technology, it may be a laptop, maybe a uh, you know a tablet, depending on what the situation is for their school. So they'll have that, and then we're also getting our uh, our teachers and our staff ready to go uh, to start off this remote model on the thirty first. Springfield School Board President Scott McFarland is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Just one more question, Scott. I, we, we, uh, at least the parents we spoke to, uh, a lot of them have not, they're, they're almost either way as far as the Zoom or remote learning. A lot of them knew that uh, three days were going to be uh, home anyway to begin with. It's now maxed up to five. A lot of them have shared the frustration of just make a decision. What do you say to the parents in that regard? Yeah, I completely understand. Uh, I, I have my three kids sign up for hybrid, so I was hoping to have them in the class two days a week. Uh, but we need to continue to look at the metrics as they come out. If we would have made a decision a month ago and then the county decided had you know a, a trend line going down, everyone would have been arguing, well, now we can go to hybrid, but you guys already decided to go remote. So we want to give some time to look at all these metrics to determine which way the county is going in terms of the spread of this virus and then make a call. Unfortunately, the trend line, as I mentioned, is going up. So we had to make the call for remote. But I wanted to give as much time uh, for this for this community to figure itself out in terms of the spread of this thing before we had to make a call. Uh, I know that's frustrating, and I know uh, a lot of folks wanted the call made early, but I felt and uh, a majority of the board felt we wanted to give it some more time before we made the final call. So what I'm hearing is it's not necessarily a specific percentage. It's the trend line. If we are for- trending upwards, then no open schools mostly for, for those parents who wanted it. If it's trending down, then you think that uh, you'll revisit it and that that's the metric you guys are going to be looking at? For right now, that's what I'm looking at. Now, I know several board members want to have an actual hard number, so that may change. But what I've been doing is I've been looking at that trend. If the positivity rate, the case numbers, which case numbers have been going up to, uh, are going up, that's it's, it's a hard sell to say that we can get 6,000 kids into our schools. Um, and as it starts going down, hopefully – and we can start looking at that. And I, again, I think the board will also probably have some other metrics involved, too. Uh, but that's what I'm looking at. Scott McFarlane, Springfield District 186 School Board President. Greatly appreciate you coming on and uh, tackling these tough questions. Uh, and I can't imagine the types of uh, messages you're getting on your inbox as well. So uh, keep your head up, all right? Appreciate the work you're doing. Yeah, thanks, sir. I right, appreciate thanks. it, guys.